0: Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hello. Is this Keisha Da Silva? How are the you, Mama?
1: Assistant. Keisha.
0: Oh, my goodness. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, just put your hands together. Who I'm bringing in today, not only that uh, she's uh, a fitness guru because she loves that fitness and she glows on that fitness. She also knows a little bit of thing or two about South Africa and the world. And she is Keisha Dasiva, ladies
1: and gentlemen. (laughs) Welcome to the show.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the show, Mama.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm riding alone
0: today. My partner is in a basketball game. His son is playing in a championship. Shout out to you, Ntate. I know you're listening. But, uh, Keisha, I am so glad that we got to talk to you today because, you know, I've been following you on the gram and uh, just looking at some things that you're doing and and basically making sure that you always look fly. And you're always making sure that uh, your fitness thing is who you are. And sometimes people yes. like me, who we aspire in things like that. And there's a lot more other kids somewhere out there who aspire in things like that. Tell us a little bit mm. about you. So where are you from and why England?
1: Well, I'm from South Africa, Pittsburgh originally. Um, Why England? Well, about seven years ago now, I moved to England. I just wanted a change. I just wanted to, I felt like I needed to be free and I needed to see what's out there. So packed up my bags, went on my own, (laughs) came to London and found a life for myself
0: that's good though you know sometimes you need that kind of a change you know i'm so glad for you i'm so glad for you you know what to be (laughs) honest with you uh, there is not a lot of people you know what i'm talking about at home who are trying to change their life around and uh trying to go to different places and they can't but you got to do that i did that myself and a lot of other diaspora nation out there who are in different parts of the world and we are listening at this time but now a question for you so how many do you have a lot of Africans in London or East, South Africans? Or
1: um, there's quite mm, like I think everywhere I go, I'm bound to meet at least one South African. There's quite a few of us here, and it's always exciting because you tell by their accents. And then I'm just like, Oh, you're South African, and I just get so excited. It's like having a bit from home,
2: yeah. Like,
1: I just love it. They share that connection, it's, it's just a connection. It's lovely. I lo- I just yeah. It's hard to explain. <laughs> Even like talking to you, and I can hear your accent. I'm like, oh, this is amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, Mama. That's good though. That's good. So you most of so. will you say that uh, you do have a lot of friends who are uh, African, South Africans over there?
1: Um. No, I actually don't have any South African friends over here. I don't know why. But like even at the gym, I don't really meet South Africans at the gym. I guess it's where I'm situated because most of yeah. them are in Wimbledon. Oh, so there's okay. a lot of South Africans in East London, Wimbledon, and I'm based in South London. There's not that many.
2: Oh,
0: okay. What, 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 what when I did you? Really. What, when did you? When did you move over in London?
1: I moved to London in 2011. 2011.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Because I used to live in uh, a little bit in England. Uh, actually, I've been to London too. I used to live. Uh... You'll never
1: guess what I'm doing at the moment.
0: What are you doing?
1: I'm getting tattooed.
0: <laughs> That's actually good. What kind of tattoo are you getting? Can you share with any with um, us?
1: Yes, it's a lady basically transcending into bird. Wow! And it means silico. Wow!
0: Wow! I know. Wow, I love that. Well, I'm hoping I'm a good distraction for you so that you won't feel the pain. I don't have any (laughs) tattoos, but I love tattoos. But can you just promise one thing when you're done? Can you share with us in the gram too?
1: I can, I can. I am going to share the video on the gram, tag the place where I'm doing it, because the owner does my tattoos and he's amazing.
0: Wow, wow, that's great, Annie. that's great. But now let me ask you, as an African, because you know some of us, our parents didn't let us to have tattoos. What do your mom yeah. think about tattoos?
1: She hates them, <laughs> but um, <laughs> she doesn't hate mine. That's the important part, because
0: <laughs> that's good. the
1: first tattoo I ever got I was 18 uh, and I begged her, I begged her to let me get the tattoo. And she was like, as long as it's not Chinese writing. And oh, then I was okay. like, okay. And yeah. then... <laughs> <laughs> but but so no, she's, she's, she kind of likes my tattoos now. Because oh, now she's like, okay, they mean something. She wants a miniature version of one of my tattoos.
0: Oh, that's good. That's really good, And I love it. I love it. I love tattoos, actually. I just don't have one of my own. I keep deliberating about having one. one of my daughter. Yeah, soon, soon, soon. I'm pretty sure soon I'll get one. But now, quick question for you. So,
2: yes.
0: knowing exactly that, uh, like here, us in the United States, we're going through a lot of things, especially with uh, the current president and the whole immigration thing. Are you guys, uh, how is things for you guys, especially to our people? Because I know there's a lot of our people all over the world uh the diaspora nation that uh, you know they don't have papers to live in those places we're just trying to get away yeah. and try to find a living uh, do people get harassed over there by immigration
1: um to be honest with you i have been in a situation where close friends to me about let say three years ago they they were actually staying here not on a visa and had sold a life for themselves and um they obviously didn't have papers and Somehow, someone said something in their workplace, and they were pulled in by immigration. From what I could tell, having a friend go through that, it wasn't a nice experience. I mean, she was terrified. She was scared that they were going to come to our house and, like, you know, raid our house and stuff like that. They didn't do anything like that. In fact, they gave her time to sort herself out and, you know, get everything sorted to go back home. Unfortunately, she did have to go back home. Mm. But, I mean, it is, you know, it is the facts and what can you do, you know? Unfortunately, we call it a free world, but if it was a free world, we'd be allowed to move around freely, you know? But
2: mm. yeah, true. <laughs>
1: there's some um, terms and conditions to that freedom. And it's unfortunate because there's so many people that could offer their opportunities and mindsets to people around the world, you know? Mm, Especially absolutely. South africans
2: Mm, absolutely. I feel like
1: South Africa, the people, I haven't met any culture quite like South Africa. Nothing. Mm,
0: we, the we, spirit we are, is
1: amazing.
0: We we are a lively people. Although I can give you um, a thing or two about my people right now, I'm not happy about a lot of people. <laughs> you tell me what you think. But I feel like people are distracted at home, man. They are very distracted, are. man. This internet and stuff is just being a problem to the kids, man. People I are know, distracted. I Even know. serious stuff like what's been going on on the news, uh, with the whole uh, politics are. and stuff. They still yes,
1: yes, I heard someone resigned on Valentine's
0: Day. Yeah, yeah, well we're not going to mention his name on the show. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I never said I'm,
1: his j- name.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that um you know people are distracted instead of contributing to uh the better society of South Africa and trying to contribute into the issues in a very positive way and a good way and people turn around and make fun of everything. What is wrong with us?
1: Uh, you know I've learned that sometimes when people can't deal with the situation, it's better to make humour of it. Makes it easier to handle if you're not taking it too seriously. Mm. If you're not taking things too seriously. I mean, I myself do that when a situation or something that I'm in is too awkward of a situation. I tend to like make a joke of it
2: mm-hmm. because
1: sometimes it helps people, you know.
2: Mm-hmm
0: to make humor of a very bad situation. Mm, yeah, no, you're actually making a good point there because, uh, you know, it's just their way of healing. So uh, maybe that's their way of healing in this situation. But we still need strong leaders who are going to take over from the old men that are retiring soon. But we still need some strong leaders. Now, a question for you. So I want to ask you about this because I've been actually dying to ask you about this because obviously your body is in point you know you're working out pretty much every day so what started were you like an athlete before and you transitioned into fitness or how did this all come about because you know what you have caused so much buzz that one time i was even seeing People like Sbatch uh, and Pisana, some celebrities from South Africa and some parts of the oh, world. Oh, yeah, I
1: uh, met you know. on a plane. Oh, you do?
0: <laughs> and I was seeing them paying attention to what you do, and I started to think, okay, she must be doing something right. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know what I mean? Like, what inspired the whole thing?
1: To be honest, um, about four years ago, I had decided to change jobs and I just decided, let me go to the gym. And the thing is, like, when I was growing up, my mom was quite athletic when she was growing up, and then throughout her Throughout her life, she had been very into fitness and stuff like that. So she kind of used to force me and my sister wake us up like Saturday morning, eight o'clock, you're opening the curtains. You know what mm. our mothers mm. do back home? Yeah, absolutely. open the curtains, play music, dragging you out of the bed.
0: <laughs> get out. She to, up. Us to come <laughs> to gym with her. Oh, nice.
1: And I used to do a lot of sports in school, but the mm. sports were more to kind of get away from. The situations that I was experiencing at home and stuff like that. So I found it as an outlet more than anything else. And um, I loved it. I loved being part of a community where people were, we were pushing each other, motivating each other, you know, like we wanted to do the best for your team you want to be good enough for your team you want you to win you want you know you want to keep going and then um it kind of fell away when i finished school because you know you transition in life and um yeah so then i decided i wanted to go to the gym i had met um, my ex-partner in the gym who trained me he was amazing he trained me he taught me everything and then he let me go on my way. <laughs> wow. So it became an addiction. It became an addiction to feeling good. Like a lot of people stop me in the gym and they ask me, are you an athlete or what are you training for? Like, are you trying to, like, what are you doing? Mm. And I'm like, man, I'm here to feel good. Like, don't you want to feel good? Like, and it's the bonus. The bonus is that your body sort of mm. reflects how you're feeling in the inside, you know? And mm. when people... People will DM me and ask me, listen, like I'm really struggling with my weight. How do I – I just don't like gymming. And I say, you know, it doesn't have to be the gym. You don't have to be in the gym lifting weights like what I'm doing. You can mm-hmm. go, go to a dance studio, go and dance, do yoga. I don't know. Go walking. You like walking? Do that. Like do things that you enjoy, something that's going to take you away from everything that's happening in your world put you in a zone where you can motivate yourself to push harder, be better than you were yesterday, be better than you were last week. Last week you did this much, do this much this week. And then mm. obviously those next few days they're going to be in pain, but it's a beautiful pain. It's a pain that makes you feel like I'm doing something right around here. <laughs> you know,
2: mm. so
1: good L- confidence building It's amazing feeling.
0: But ladies and gentlemen, you know what? We are talking to Kisha, the silver here, and she's a fitness enthusiast. What she just said, I think, ladies and gentlemen, it is ever a horn. Let's get a horn for that. <laughs> wow. You know what? What you just did, uh, just gave me an idea, actually, because I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to do between me and my lady uh, because, you know, we we are expecting another child right now, and we have a small one, which oh, is 15 months. Thank you. And uh, I think what you just said there, you just made me understand that maybe that's one of the things, too, that we need to do just to get away from the kids and uh, do things like that together, even just go to a dance studio. I love what you just said. But yes. now let me ask you a question, though. Does it interfere mm-hmm. with your personal life uh, to be uh, always working out? Because this is where I'm going with this. In this world we live in, okay? You will understand what I'm saying. In this world we we live in. Um, I'm looking at all the pictures that you put on Instagram. So um, Mm -hmm. most, this is a problem with men nowadays. They appreciate the beauty. They don't appreciate the person. So now yeah. when you want to have like a, an actual relationship, I mean, I'm not going to ask you if you have one right now. But if let's mm-hmm. say some guy is approaching you, so how do you separate mm-hmm. those two? Because now, you know, of course, that they saw you on IG and you're looking fly mm-hmm. as fuck. You are just totally beautiful, absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. Now he's hitting you up want to hang out, want to do stuff with you, want to get close to you. How do you separate the fact that he's just attracted to me because of my body, not me as Keisha?
1: Yeah, That's divine intervention. (laughs) To be honest with you, I think that as we go through the years with females and stuff like this, and obviously back in the day, if I had to post pictures of me in a bikini, I would have been considered as kind of like a whore. But... I think as life has changed now, I think the way that I am, if someone's approaching me and they immediately ask me about my Instagram or they say that they saw me on Instagram, it's a no-go. It's definitely a no-go.
0: It's not going to happen. Makes sense. sense.
1: And when someone is speaking to you, you can hear what their intentions are. As females, we like to ignore those things because we want to live in La La Land and think that it's going to be a fairy tale. And, you know, he's going to come in the horse and he's going to save me. But you need to listen. People reveal who they are all the time when they talk, the things they say. If, say, for instance, if I went on a date with this guy that was hitting me up or whatever, and we were having a conversation on that date, I would immediately be able to tell that he's just attracted to me physically. The things that he says, if he keeps telling me I'm sexy, why can't you tell me I'm beautiful? Why sexy? Sexy means that, you're looking at my physical, and you're thinking about sex. I am sexy. Mm, I am absolutely. like a woman on a GQ magazine. You know. Mm. So when you meet somebody that is more interested in your mind, and of course they can appreciate your body, they're like, "That's amazing," but they're more interested in what is happening in your mind. Then you know, okay, we can do this.
2: <laughs> mm, and I have, I, I have I met,
1: I have met guys that yeah. are like that. At Are very superficial and they just want to do it for the gram and (laughs) all of Mm. that nonsense. But I have equally met guys that are just genuinely wanting to be my friends or genuinely just wanting to date me because they like me as a person. Mm -hmm. Because more than anything, like my body on Instagram and all of that, more than anything, my comments on my pictures are to influence people from the inside to feel mm. good.
0: Mm. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, 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 today, I that was <laughs> such a smart answer. I really appreciate you saying that. The reason why I was asking you that, because I know, you know, you, me, and uh, know that there's a lot of women out there who might be listening right now and uh, who are actually working out and doing this. And probably they are still trying to find a date and they're finding it hard because all these guys, when they post a picture, they hit them up on Instagram and it seems to be yeah. so artificial and they're not finding the right person in the middle of that. But you know what, folks, while you're listening, uh, just make sure you take some of Keisha's advice. Now, Keisha, let, let's go to the yes. social media deep a little bit because, you know, the okay. good thing about you with social media is that you're actually an influencer in social media because like what you just said right now, you're coming from the world of fitness. Now, people... There's a lot of people out there, and you know this, um, who are trying to grow their social media accounts. They wanna mm. you know, they wanna be popular, mm. they wanna make comments that are, are liked by fifteen hundred people, a thousand, a million people. And uh, you know, it it becoming such a destruction in such a way that even us who are trying to push the agenda of diaspora, we find this totally linked into that agenda so now mm-hmm. I want to ask you when you doing that like how did you get your account to where you have a lot of people like you was it by posting pictures by itself or did you do something else or if somebody that want to grow their account how can they
1: do that well more than anything I think you need to be interactive with people Yes, it's social media, but there's the world on social media. Do you know what I mean? When you post a picture, you need to tag where you are in the picture because then it approaches the people that are in that area. So come up when they're looking through their feeds and things. And Mm. when people are commenting on your pictures, you need to reply to the comment. We're not Beyonce. We're not celebrities where we can't you know, reply. Mm-hmm. Let me reply to you know, be thankful for people that are showing their appreciation to you and their love and they like their pictures and stuff like that. Also, you want to connect with people that are into the same things as you. So mm-hmm. for instance, I connect with South African people a lot. So a lot of my followers are from South Africa. Because mm. they see that I post things and I mention South Africa, or i post something from when I was in South Africa, or I'll like put some music on that is South African, you know? And then when they interact with me, I'll go, I'll look up their pages, the people that have liked. For instance, if your Instagram's not that big, you're not gonna catch a lot of likes. So when you mm. do catch those likes, you're gonna go onto their pages, see what they're interested in, who they're following. If they're on your same level, like they're doing the same thing as you, follow them, interact with them. It some mm. just that interaction, you know. Even now, I I know people that have a lot of followers, but not that many likes on their pictures. They don't really comment. You know, they're not interactive, mm. and that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Like people want to know that you're human. You're a person mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I can become like you. Like you're a person. So they want. That's they, all for me. I feel like Instagram is all about that interaction with people. Yes. So, like, I try my best, like, to reply to comments and reply to messages if they're appropriate. And, you know, just try to make people feel like you can talk to me. Like, don't think because I have 30K followers I'm not going to respond to you. You know, like, you just try to keep doing it and obviously keep posting pictures
0: try your best at least
1: yeah, two a day. Yeah, you know
0: you know what's funny about what you said? Funny you said that because I was looking at some of the posts like even Snoop Dogg and uh, Michael Rappaport, <clears throat> those guys, you know, big-time guys, they're known all over the world. Yeah. And uh, when people comment, you know, once in a while, you find them responding, liking and stuff like that, you know, and it makes... Yeah. And uh, honestly speaking, uh, I actually liked, uh, what's her name? Um, this is funny. Um, I actually just forgot who, who the person. No, it was uh, Pell Tusi. So I followed her okay. on Instagram. And you know what Pell did? She actually said, out oh, thanks for following. Like, I don't know if it was automatic or maybe I caught her in the mm. right mood or whatever. But I was thinking people like that do they even keep track of who's following them or not? You know what I mean? But now what I'm trying to say to you is that I actually agree with you when you're saying that, um, you need to interact with people. If you don't interact with people, people lose you as much as you have lost them. You just have them there for what? Just to be a furniture? They are not actually being, uh, you know, encouraged by you. You're not yeah. feeding them anything. You're not feeding them anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I see where you're coming from with that. So you're growing uh, pretty fast, too. Uh, do you actually think about trying to um, go to the level where you can actually even um, advertise? certain brands because I know that whenever you put something
1: to do that actually
0: <laughs> but have you ever thought about you know I know like some people living on YouTube um, you know mm-hmm. I'm in this world of uh, internet radio uh, podcast mm-hmm. and uh, what's going on is that you find a lot of podcasters uh, in order to get sponsorship sometimes they take certain brands and uh, without any permission from the owner and they just like uh, do reviews. Have you ever thought about doing reviews like because you have the following already like take small mm-hmm. brands and do reviews for them and see if they they like it and then maybe try to keep that because like let me say uh, maybe uh, it could be uh, a fitness clothing brand somewhere out mm-hmm. of London and you take one of their fitness clothes and they just do a little Review on them. So, have you ever thought about things Mm -hmm. like that or no?
1: I have, I have. I'm actually on the way to launching a website. Oh, nice! Also, in the website will be a blog, and then I'm going to to work on a YouTube channel. (laughs) Oh, nice! Um, Where where I do want to test out like different proteins, protein shakes, um, different kind of because I always try to look for small companies that make gym wear because they make different kind of gym wear, you know. And mm-hmm. I could, yeah, definitely like try them on. See, because it's like, yeah, it's hard, especially like curvy women. It's hard to find the right fit. Yeah, well, <laughs> In no, 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 no not nowadays,
0: yeah. though. You know, Kisha. not nowadays.
1: <laughs> you know, look at <laughs> Kim struggle. Kardashian.
0: Uh, you know, uh, look at guys like Kim Kardashian, you know, those women, are, and, and, and a lot of uh, women of uh, Caucasian, uh, white women now, they are getting into this stuff of trying to get them fats down there so that they can be curvy too. So it curvy is the thing nowadays, don't even knock it. No, knock it at all. Uh, because people, as long as, you know, you're a social media influencer, People, you influence people with what you post. So I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. somebody out there who's listening or somebody out there that you might approach will be actually interested to work with you because I don't, I don't know why not, because you are a brand of your own. And I really, honestly speaking, I think you're one of the people that probably pop up to me on the gram and I was like, Okay, because I remember when I first uh, see you on Instagram and you had like uh, maybe uh, five thousand followers or something like that and I was like
1: oh. Oh, cool. you were back then
0: no, because <laughs> people pop up, you know when you ha- like you were saying, you yes. know when you use certain hashtags and the analytics mm. of uh, uh Instagram, they yes. pop up people who are related to you, you know what I mean, yes. like meaning uh, people from South Africa, and if I take London uh, or anything like mm. that because I used to live in England, actually by the way, I used to live in uh in two thousand and four, I lived in Bristol, no, not actually Bristol, right outside of Bristol, I used to live over there so. Okay. Yeah, so I'm familiar a little bit with the United Kingdom, uh, just a little bit. But anyway and then people like you will pop up and I will be like oh okay this is interesting and then the next thing you see pop up like whoa she has so many followers she's doing something good so that's why I said what was your trick but it seems like you just on point baby you are just trying to influence the world and you're doing the right thing and I'm happy for you as a South African I say keep it up Keisha Thank I'm you. cheering for you mama so
1: now listen Ripping South Africa all the way you know
0: absolutely baby absolutely and now listen um, because I'm running out of time here yeah, the show. Is- it's going to be over soon. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to ask you about this thing. I just want to take it back okay. to the world of diaspora because most of my show is about diaspora community. Um, now, okay. you're living in England. Um, there's a whole lot of African diaspora in there you talking about from all over parts of Africa. The one notorious thing I know about my people, South Africans, we don't acknowledge or we don't Spent some time and trying to know a lot of other African countries. Do you have any African friends over there?
1: I do. Okay, that's
0: good. From <laughs> to be where? With
1: you, what you're saying is very right. Before I left South Africa, I had never met a Nigerian woman, like a female Nigerian person. I'd mm. never met people from Ghana. I'd never met any people, Jamaica, Caribbean. I'd never met other African people, you know, even from African descent, I had mm-hmm. never met any people like this. When I moved there here, the first friend that I made was a Nigerian woman. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. Then I met more Nigerian people who exposed me to Nigerian food. Then I met a girl who was half Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. So she exposed me to Ghana stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I just, you just meet them. Like there's loads, they're everywhere. Like mm-hmm. they're, you're found, like nice. even if you go to a bar, you're found to meet people who are from Congo, Ghana, Nigeria, mm-hmm. Zambia, everywhere. And they relate they the way that when you say you're South African, oh, you're from my, you know, you're from my home. And then like, mm-hmm. we all start talking and like, there's mm-hmm. just that, Yeah, I feel like sometimes just a little bit South Africans can be a little bit closed minded to other African countries. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, England, I think, is so, we're so, like, there's so many different cultures here. Like, you could be in a group of people and everybody's from somewhere different. So Mm. when I moved here, it opened my mind so much to different things, different African countries, you know. Just when things that were happening, I mean, look at Black Panther, amazing,
0: oh my God, I was just gonna ask you that, have oh. you seen the movie yet? <laughs>
1: Have you yeah, seen the movie? I saw it last night. Oh, I nice. Saw it, last night. it made me miss home, and I'm pretty sure that they called a little
0: bit. I know it's cold, but what were you dressed on? Did you put any uh, African attire or you just went casual? I had
1: full black. I was a black panther. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> you so
1: went, I was
0: just you, you went in like, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, well, now I, I, I forgot. Is that Catwoman? where she was dressed in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wearing a cat suit, but
1: I was wearing leather and boots. Nice. And I was black. Everything
0: was black. Nice. I was
1: feeling that film. It made me miss home.
0: Oh, my God. That's, that's wonderful to know, honey. Hey, before I let you go, uh, one last question. So now, uh, when are you going to come visit uh, America? Because you guys, when you go to England, you just call it the world. I
1: am planning to come to America, actually.
0: <laughs> uh, when are you planning to come? Soon.
1: Um I recently got a visa oh, for a nice. year and that'll be happening soon, so mid year.
0: Oh, okay. Well stop by our mid-year. studio. Stop by our studio in Denver, Connecticut. We actually are about uh, from JFK, maybe about ooh, depends on traffic. There's a lot of traffic in the Oh
1: Coast. I have a friend from Connecticut, so that's fine. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Do you wanna give them a shout out? Because I probably know them.
1: You probably know her?
0: Uh, is it a We're South African? Her.
1: No, she's not South African. Oh, okay. Then American. I don't know them.
0: <laughs> but anyway. But she's
1: amazing. And yeah. Yeah. I will definitely visit. I heard you've got ghosts there, so.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We do have uh, especially haunted houses during Halloween. But anyway, Mama, I really appreciate you coming through, and I hope everything turns out okay for you over there. I know, of course, that you are, you know, you are who you are, man. You're doing some greatest things that I can never imagine. Building an empire. Exactly. (laughs) Keep building that empire. Keep shining that flag, Okay thank you so much for having me thank you Kisha
2: thank you you, mama we appreciate you Make sure you check out Umbani Radio Podcasts on TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. We're striking across the globe. Now.
0: That was Keisha Da Silva, ladies and gentlemen. You can actually find her on Instagram. On Instagram, she's uh, kingly, kingly on Instagram, and she's really good, actually. I enjoy her and what she does, and she's keep flying that South African flag. The diaspora nation, baby. We're hitting them on the gram, on Facebook, everywhere. Make sure you follow us with Money Radio on Instagram. Which is U M B A N I, Umbani, Umbani Raid on Instagram and Twitter. And actually, you can find us on Facebook, Home Away Show. Give us some likes, show us some love. Communicate with us. Tell us what we can do to improve your show. It's your show, not ours. Us as the diaspora. Us as a nation of diaspora. We're coming together, baby. And this is it. Let me give you a little bit more of that song by Junior, my man from Tlemont, South Africa. can play this all day. I have I have beats for you baby all day tell me which one you like I'll send it to you this one is by Junior from Clement but anyway guys uh, thank you so much for tuning in with us Uh, my time is up my name is Kuli Lapo you can find me on on, uh, Instagram as Kuli Lapo which is Kuli N-H-L-A-P-H-O and let's communicate let's get together we are a nation of African see you next week and uh, as I said Tate is not here today. His son is playing on a championship. I'm going to find out soon and I'll let you know. <music>